0: This message is brought to you by The Covenant Nation. One to go. As I sit to listen to the word of God today, a door of utterance has been opened unto me and I hear the voice of God clearly speaking to me. This is the way to go, walk in it. I listen under the influence of the Spirit of God, and I'm not distracted by anything or anyone. The Word of God is for to my spirit. I am strengthened by it this morning. It is wine to my heart, creating joy within me. It is oil to my face, causing my life to shine, giving me victory in everything that I do. As my eyes make contact with the Scriptures using this message, The Spirit of God opens new things to me. He also brings to my remembrance things Jesus once showed me. I come to understand God's system on the earth, and I receive instruction, encouragement, correction, and enablement to live out God's will. Amen. All right, this, today we continue on the subject of hearing the voice of God knowing how to hear God's voice and be led by the Spirit of God. And today I want to get into, um, and I believe that as we teach on it, you'll see how vital and how important this is in the application of it. I want to talk about God's most authoritative way, in leading and guiding us. And his most authoritative way is through the Scriptures. Then David said in Psalm 40, it is written of me in the volume of thy book. And he talked about the fact that mine ears has thou opened. And he said bond offering and sin offering that was not required, but it's written of me in verse 7 in the volume of this book. So it's the most authoritative way in which God speaks to an individual. Opening up the scriptures to that person about the issue that is before them, and then speaking directly into the situation Telling the person what they ought to do in that situation and also showing them or showing you your purpose there and what will be the outcome of it. So he speaks directly into the situation, tells you what you should do, shows you what the purpose of the thing is and tells you very clearly the outcome of that particular thing. Now, many times people, when we exalt this with our natural self, uh, that if a person hears an audible voice from God, which means God speaks audibly to the person. Audibly here means you are actually here. The way you can hear me in an audible way now, you heard God call you in that audible way. And people will exalt that. I mean, if I came and I said that, you know, and in an authentic way, that an angel appeared to me, and I heard God's voice clearly in with my outer ear there, it would sound like I'm really some deep person that has a special relationship with God. But that's the spectacular. And the thing about the spectacular is that there is, in Christianity, that's what you call the spectacular, and there's what you call the supernatural. The spectacular is based on God in his sovereignty. He decides to do something in a particular way for reasons best known to him. And you can't pray for that particular thing. You can't ask him to do that, which means you can't ask him and say, I want to say angels. Let me give you an example. The way Paul got saved was spectacular. In other words, he was walking and there was a light that shone and he fell to his feet and heard the voice of God. It was audible. But you can't believe for that. You can't now say, you know, everybody that should get saved, God, if you want to save the world, let everybody be saved this way and let's start praying for their spectacular manifestation. The supernatural is what you can believe God for. It creates the same effect, which means that... Paul didn't get more saved than somebody whom they preached the gospel to, that they knocked on the door of that person, preached the gospel to that person. That person came under the conviction of sin and confessed Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Paul wasn't more, all right, saved than that particular individual, right? But God in his sovereignty. Now, this second one of knocking on the door and a person gets saved there is what is supernatural, And many times people, you can believe God for that. People are looking for the spectacular and they miss out on the supernatural that is available on a daily basis. And of course, let me say this here, and if you seek the spectacular, you will eventually enter into deception. So Peter made it clear in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 14. Sorry, verse 18 to verse 20. He said, we were with him on that holy mount. And this, which, and, the, and this voice which came, we heard when we were with him on the holy mount. We also have a more sure word. Now, they heard a voice when Jesus received glory and honor. But it says, we have a more sure or certain word of prophecy whereunto you do well, that you take it unto it as a light. That will shine in a dark place. David said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The entrance of God's word gives light. So you can have a light in a dark place. Any dark place, gray area, you know, and you want to make a decision. Your light is available in the word of God. That thing, God has written something in the volume of the book concerning that situation. And if that word is opened up unto you, it settles the issue and settles it forever. All right? Now, it's supernatural, which means you can believe God for it, and you can experience it daily in your room, all right, by your own self. You can have that experience there. And Peter said, we have a more sure word. He said, you see that spectacular thing we got? He said, there's an exact equivalent, which is even more certain there. And it is the word of prophecy, which is the scripture. And the word of God in itself is prophetic. Listen, God's word is prophetic. In other words, when he says it's prophetic, it tells you about the outcome. It foretells, tells you about the future, but it also forth tells you, which means it tells you about things that happen in, are going on in your life now and things that might happen in the past. So when the Holy Spirit reveals the Word of God to you, he uses, and we'll see this, two gifts there called the Word of Wisdom and the Word of Knowledge. The Word of Knowledge is information about what is going on in your life at that particular moment or, all right, what has happened in your life. Word of wisdom is what unveils the plan of God and the future, all right, that God has. So let me give an example. When Joseph had to interpret the dream of Pharaoh there, It was word of knowledge, which was something that was already in operation, where Pharaoh came and said, I had a dream. I needed this dream and all of that. He gave him the information. And now gave him the interpretation of the dream. Then Pharaoh now said, listen, what are we going to do? That's word of wisdom now. Do you get what I'm saying here? That is, you now say the plan is we will set aside. So I can tell you that something is coming, but I may not tell you what the plan is. I can tell you a flood is coming soon, but what of wisdom is what will actually cause that ark to be built. So I want to show this here, that when you are reading your Bible, you know, the scripture says that in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 2, put up Hebrews 4 and verse 2. It says, for, the, for unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. Get what I'm about to say. It says, but the word preached did not profit them, not mixed in faith with them that had it. Okay? Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7. It says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to do what? To profit with all. Now, the word had did not profit them. I believe there was no manifestation of the Holy Ghost when in that word there. Look at what the next thing says. It says to some it is given the word of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. In other words, talking about nine gifts of the Holy Ghost, that when there's the manifestation of the Spirit of God, as a person is taken in God's word, what happens is they come. So if a preacher, and it does happen. Word of knowledge doesn't mean that I just stand up and I say, there's somebody here. Uh, your sister, your sister fell down yesterday. That can be one of knowledge. Word of knowledge, yeah. word of knowledge I can be preaching now and I just capture your situation as I'm teaching the word of God. And then word of wisdom comes and I give an example and then I say something and immediately you know what you're going to do in that situation. That's word of knowledge has come out and word of wisdom has come out. There are cases where people have come to meet me. I will say this. The pastor, we need cancer. There was a particular gentleman. He came to meet me many years ago after. And I said, wait, after the service, I'm just getting ready for the service. After the service, he said, I should forget about it. He said, if, you, if I told you, I would have felt you came to the pulpit to preach me on the pulpit. He said, because every single thing that I was going through, you explained it and gave the solution. I don't have to see you again. I can go. That is the manifestation of the Spirit. Now, I believe that is what Paul was praying about in Ephesians 1 and verse 16, that God will give thanks, making mention of your prayers, that the God, the Father of all Lord Jesus Christ, will give you the Spirit of Wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. That revelation is a word of knowledge. Wisdom there is the word of wisdom. So there'll be the manifestation there of unusual insight and also, all right, of wisdom there. And that's why you can pray for this. Psalm 119 and verse 18. It says, Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. So it says, Open my eyes, that I may behold wondrous things, it says this, out of your law. So, from the scriptures, you can get wondrous things. You can get information, which is this word of knowledge, about what is going on present in your life. You can see it in the Bible. You can even get knowledge about what has happened in the past, which means that if something that happened in the past is affecting the outcome in your life, through that word of knowledge that comes out of the scriptures, you'll see that particular thing and you know the adjustments that you're supposed to make in your own life, all right, to cause, all right, the changes to happen in your life. So the Scriptures is the most authoritative way. God speaks. So I want to say how, all right, to receive direction uh, from God's Word. And you can sit down. This is what I want to establish here. Through praying properly, and every single day, you receive daily instructions, all right, in the decisions that you will make every single day. And any thought that comes out of God's word that you act on will produce a miracle. It will produce a sign, a miracle, or a wonder. It doesn't have to be external, not all power manifestations are external. All right? For a person to forgive somebody who has hurt them badly, it takes the power of God and it's something supernatural. And what happens is that when that person does that, then it now has an effect again on the outside that leads to other things on the outside. So you can sit and daily receive direction and receive instruction from God. So, how do you receive instruction here or direction? Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lay not your own understanding. It says, in all of your ways, everything you want to do, and I'll show you the importance of this. In all of your ways, this is the key to the supernatural. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So in all of your ways, acknowledge or intimate him about it. Inform him about it. And then act on the directions or directives that he gives to you concerning that particular thing. This, and I say again, this is the key all right, to live in a supernatural life. Because when you act on the direction or directives you get from the Father, rain begins to fall in what you are doing. I will show you. All right? If there is no rain falling in what you are doing, go and check the direction well. Go back to God on it. And I will show from Scripture. Rain begins to fall. Now, it is possible, as we see in nature, that rain can be falling over there and it can stop at this point and not follow up to this particular place. Okay? So, spiritually speaking also, two people can be in the same business, in the same career, on the outside, apparently doing the same things. But rain is falling on one's land And rain is not falling on the other person's land. Let me give an example. When Peter toiled all night and caught nothing, when he went the second time, on the outside, what he did didn't look different. Do you get what I'm saying here? Jesus didn't say, jump into the water. No, he says, cast to them. So anybody looking at him, that's why he said, look, we toiled all night and caught nothing. He says, but nevertheless now, you've given directives here as to do it. Let me repeat again. Don't make assumptions. Don't assume that you will just have the backing of God, all right, because I'm just a child of God. Talk to God about things you want to do. Intimate the Father. I'll show you. He will speak back to you. He will save you a lot of heartache. He will save you a lot of waste, all right, of, of money. The Bible says, the, the labor of the foolish man wearieth all of them, for they know not how to enter the city. He will save you energy. He will save you, all right, money. He will save you heartbreaks, heartaches there. Intimate him on the issue and let him speak back. Zechariah chapter 14, follow me here, and verse 16 here about rain that is falling. It says, and it shall come to pass that everyone that is left of the nations that come against Jerusalem shall even go up here to here to worship the king and to keep the feast of tabernacles. Verse 17. And then it says, and it shall be that whosoever shall not come up of the families of the earth to Jerusalem to worship the king. It says, the Lord of hosts, upon them shall be no rain. So the families that didn't come, no rain. The families that came there, when they get back, rain begins to fall. Now, what is this rain? What was this rain? I want to show here that falls. Alright. So you get yourself under the rain there. In first Kings chapter eight, and you see his direction. First Kings chapter eight, in other words, a person who gets direction will do this apparently the same thing. All right, but they get a great haul of fish. First Kings eight and verse thirty-four and thirty-five. It says, "Then hear thou in heaven." Oh, let's start from verse thirty-three. Thirty-three. All right. Okay. They make okay. Verse thirty-four. All right. Then hear, forgive sin, Verse thirty-five. Now it says, "When heaven is shut up and there is no rain, because they have sinned against thee." if they pray towards this place and confess your name and turn from their sin when thou afflicted them, next verse, then hear down from heaven, forgive the sin of, the, of, the, of thy servants and of the people of Israel that thou shalt teach them the good way wherein they should walk and give rain upon thy land which thou hast given to thy people for an inheritance. In other words, once the person is taught the good way that they should go in, and they start walking in that way, rain starts falling. You want to see what I'm saying? Let me show you again. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 19 to verse 21. Isaiah 30, 19 to 21. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem, thou shalt weep no more. He will be very gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry when he shall hear it. He will answer thee. And though the Lord give the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall thy teachers not be removed into the corner anymore, and then I shall see thy teacher, and you shall hear a word behind thee saying, this is the way to go, walk ye in it. What's the result of it? Go to verse 23. The result of it, then shall he give the rain, all right, of thy seed, that thou shalt sow the ground, and the bread of the increase of the earth, it shall be fat and plenteous in the day. I talked about all of that. So you eat the bread of the increase. Why? Because you went to God in prayer there, and asked him, all right, this is what I want to do. I need to be taught by you, which means this is what's in my heart. I need it to be taught by you because he is the one that will teach it probably. I need to be taught. I need you to show me the way in which I am going to work. Open my eyes that I might see out of the scriptures the way and manner in which I ought to go about this particular thing. And once he begins to teach them, and you see the way in which you should go, Right, And he gives you that direction, and you enter into it, rain starts. I mean, we saw Luke chapter 5. It says they told all night, they caught nothing. In verse 3, All right, they were with Jesus. Jesus entered into the boat, and then he sat down, taught the people out of the ship. Next verse. When he had left speaking, he said, launch out into the deep, and let your nets there for a drought. And what did he say? What you're asking us to do, we've done it before. He says, answering said unto him, Master, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. But it changed because Jesus gave direction. In fact, when he came back in John 21 and verse 5 and 6, he was very precise. He told them they were struggling. Jesus said unto them, children, have you any meat? They answered unto him, no. Now look at what he said. And then he said unto them, "Cast the net on the right hand side of the ship, and you shall do what find." In other words, if we ask you this question, "Have you any meat?" and you say, "I don't have enough," go for direction. Don't ask him, "Give me more meat." Ask him, "Show me the way." Are you following? Senior? Have you any meat? Show me the way. Teach me. Open my eyes, let me behold the wondrous things. I don't just want to be a Bible scholar here. I want to have fellowship with you. I want your word to be a lamp onto my feet and a light onto my path. I want your word to profit me. I don't want to be a critic, a a word critic, and all of that. I want to know what to do. In every given situation, something happens, there's an argument, you have to say, how do I resolve this thing here? And you go to God, and once he starts opening his word, and I'll show you how this thing comes, and you pray to him, God, let your word come there, and he starts opening his word to you, and you start acting on those words. What he's showing you out of scriptures is supernatural. So if we go back with this understanding, To Isaiah 30 and verse 15, and this is what happened to several people. Isaiah 30 and verse 15. All right? That's why this is the most precious thing God can give you, which is direction. Look at what it says. Isaiah 30 15. Now, look at where it starts. For thus said, the Lord, in returning and in rest shall you be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength, but you will not. So you said, we will flee upon horses. Therefore shall you flee. In other words, you started doing stuff. All right? We'll ride upon the swift. Therefore, shall they that pursue shall be swift. That becomes experience. One thousand shall flee at the rebuke of one. At the rebuke of five shall you flee. Till you'll be left as a beacon upon the top of the mountain and as an ensign on a hill. In other words, when you have done it with your own idea and you have failed to the point, just before you leave church, ask him to teach you. Do you get what I'm saying here? Before you get offended in God. All right? But I tried. But God, I told you. I tried asking. Look at what next verse here. He now says, therefore will the Lord wait, as God is waiting, that he may be gracious unto you. Therefore will he be exalted, which means he will conquer you so that he can pour his mercy on you. You are running around. God is saying, look, we need to break you so that we can bless you. Look at the next verse there. Blessed are they that wait for him, which means I'm not going out until I hear how to do it. Next verse. Therefore, he says, The people that dwell in Zion, you will weep no more, the tears will go. He will be very gracious unto thee at uh, the voice of your cry. And that cry is, Show me the way. We'll see that. Because that's what he says. He will answer thee. In other words, the answer is given to you is the cry that has come out. And many of us are still going through several things we are doing at Luther Continent until we are broken. So that we'll know the prayer. And the prayer is, Lord, show me the way. I've told all night and caught nothing. I have no meat. Show me the way. And the next verse, it says this. Though the Lord gave the bread of adversity, which means you, you are walking, but was adversity. In other words, effort without direction will enter into the law of diminishing returns. The more effort you put, the more the returns will begin to diminish. And don't say that, look, what I am doing seems intelligent to me. Because there's a way that seemeth right unto a man. The end thereof is destruction. So if it seems right to you, that's what we're saying. Trust in the Lord and lean not to your own understanding. In other words, the direction is beyond you. That it seems right to you, you may be wrong. I, 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 it seems right. I feel that, that you may be completely wrong. All right? So, it says that something seems right it may be completely wrong. So, it says, it says that, uh, uh, brother, water of affliction. Then it says, your teacher shall not be removed to a corner anymore. And your eyes shall see your teacher. And your eyes shall hear what behind his Saying This is the way. In other words, that particular thing is just saying, this is how you go about it. There's importance of direction here. That's where you see the faithfulness of God, the fulfillment of his promises. So let God direct. Wait upon him. Uh, Just, I mean, Moses didn't wait on God. He just decided, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. All right? Wait upon him. Let him tell you. And start breaking strategies down to you inside your heart. Let him begin to give you strategies. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9. God gives us this leeway. He says this. A man's heart, he says this, deviseth his way. But the direction of his steps is with the Lord. The dream is in your heart. God left it to you. He said, but the steps you will take to get there. He says, I'm the custodian of that. You want to catch fish? He says, no problem, that's in your heart. He says, but the direction, which means the steps you're supposed to take there. He says, that's with me. Now, so the next scripture I'll we'll look at, Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 23. Oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. man cannot direct. It's God that will give direction to the person. And that's all. You know, the tree of knowledge of good and evil is a tree that makes you think that you know. And you can distinguish between right or wrong, but it leads to your nakedness being revealed. It's a tree that thinks you're intelligent. Oh, I know the difference between right and wrong, good and evil, I can decide. But it's not the tree of life. All right? It's not the tree. Life there means that's, that's so, so and, and that is the greatest bane of life, to sound more intelligent than people that you cannot come close to the experiences that they're having in life. But you seem sharper than them. I've said this here. You can win arguments but lose in life. It's not about winning arguments. It's about winning in life. Are you fair? It's, that's, that's what settles the issue. I mean, that you argue with somebody somewhere and you, want the, you felt you won the argument. They kept quiet because after some a time they couldn't be wasting their emotional energy on, on that. They went to implement. In fact, people that win in life don't argue because it takes energy. So he says, order my steps. So Psalm 119 and verse 133 tells us, you can order your steps there in the word. And this is what you should do. Order my steps in the word. Order my steps in the word. So he will direct your steps, so he wants to order those steps in his word. And next we look at it, meditation, that's how you start getting to it. Because that's how you start getting God's thoughts. That's why I told Joshua, I said, this book of the Lord shall not depart from your mind. What's the purpose of medita- meditation? But thou shalt meditate upon it day and night, that you might observe to do according to that which is written. All right? It says you will observe how to do that thing. It says according to what is written. It says then you shall have good success, and then you shall make your way prosperous. So, what's the prayer you need to pray? And, and this thing is hinged upon asking God, that's praying to Him to give you. Because, you know, you know I just don't want to go into it. When, when it says the word that they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Look, it's not as deep as that. The Bible says all scripture is given. Listen to this all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and it is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction. If you hear a word, there's no correction. There's no reproof. There's no instruction. All right? There's no no system. Doctrine means a system of truth you can live by, which means you don't understand the concept from God, but you just had it. You think that God sent that word to correct something in your life, you are listening to it to correct something in somebody else's life. Are you following me? So you need to pray, God, fill me with the knowledge of your will concerning this thing that is before me. In my career, my marriage, whatever it is, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That I might walk worthy of you unto all pleasing. That I be fruitful in every good work. In other words, I know the way. And he will show you from the scriptures. Why do people fail? Look, this is why people fail. Proverbs 15 and verse 22. Why do people get disappointed? This is why. It's not it's pride that makes people think, oh, no, it's not. See, it says this. This is why people get disappointed. Without cancel, purposes are what? Disappointed. That means you went into it without what? Cancel. You are not properly advised. That's what it says. Look at it. put up verse there. It says, All right, but in the multitude of counselors, they are what established. Now I want to close by showing you this: what this multitude of counselors are. Proverbs eleven and verse fourteen, it says, "Without counsel, the people where there is no counsel, the people what fall." But in the multitude of counselors, there is what safety. Now, what is this is multi So we've seen, without cancel. Even Jesus said, before you go to war, you better take cancel. Cancel is stronger than the weapons of war. Take cancel. Before you get into anything, take cancel. All right? Don't, be, don't let anybody... Which, look, which is why a lot of intelligent people fail in life. Because when you are intelligent, you think you don't need any form of counsel. Now, anybody who is going to take counsel and pray, they are just not, you know, smart people. So you, you will start with, an, um, those ideas will be firing up, you'll be talking, speaking English. Look, there was somebody, when this, she was in church many years ago. So what happened? She, she, she was working in something. So I asked her about a company that was doing very well. No, she, she said, those people are, are, are almost—they are, they are, they are in serious debt. I mean, if the company was back, they was doing very well. I just looked. I said, "Did they go and hire?" You know, a lot of people were coming from abroad then to come and work. I said, "Did they go and hire those English-speaking?" I just got back people. She said, "How do you know?" I said, "They are the ones that must have confused." She said, "That's what you filled the company with." What they were doing on Wall Street, they started doing it. What they didn't understand, that they didn't, they didn't have that. They were just looking at those people in the room doing it. They now came, and I was speaking English. I, I said, and the man must have given it over to them because the English impressed him. And he knew in his heart, in his heart, that this thing they are doing doesn't sound right. But because of the level of English, the words they're using, you don't want to sound ignorant. You to say, yes, yes. Sound ignorant, though. Say, I beg, bring my thing, bring it. <laughs> I found here grammar is not wisdom. As someone can speak English perfectly, it's not what wisdom. I can take you to a market woman that can't speak, is not literate, but is wise. How did she build business like that? Own properties everywhere. There's a woman. If I call her today, you know, when we were, when we just started in Yaba, when we were in 1994, we were tenants together in the Yaba over there. Somebody was working on the road. She just told me, "said that woman there doesn't understand any business." I said, How do "You know," he said, "Look at the way she's working." I said, "Look," and when you know business, you don't move like that. Huh? <laughs> if I call the woman's name today, you all know the woman. She was a small shop there. So, in the multitude of counselors, there is what safety. Now, you now can think that the multitude of counselors means I call a lot of people to the room. Isn't that what you think? Uh-huh. That's why the letter Keteo. You just call people. Well, so what should we do? The Bible says in this world there are many words, voices. Look at Psalm one hundred and nineteen and verse twenty-four. I mean, Jesus didn't call many people to tell him about redemption plan. anything you can't apply that, way, know there's a problem. Thy testimonies are my delight, and my what, counselors? Testimony are the counselors. In a multitude of what, counselors? In other words, for that venture to succeed, there will be several insights you will get from the scriptures concerning that thing. In the multitude of insights, there is safety. Are you following? Me? So let me just close and say, so how do you get this? Because, because there's something that makes you get it, all right? Number one, I mean, first of all, there must be a willingness to hear God. In other words, you have to understand that God knows more than me, okay? And that, listen, I'm here to hear what you have to say. And let me tell you the truth. You won't be in that state until you have seen Shege. You can't be in that state. Are you follow I'm saying here? Yeah. Anybody who is calm, life. Those panel bits, you won't. You, you you still be there? I heard what they said. Brilliant. That your shining, outward uh, it will be there. When they show you shaggy, then you say, Lord, speak. You either do one thing. Say, I'm not doing it again. I'm backsliding. Or that's why it says, let the lame foot be healed, rather than being turned out of the way. It is the wound. Through wounds, you learn things. That's why the Bible says that foolishness is driven out by the blueness of what wounds. You cannot be in that state without, first of all, running, believing in your heart that, look, I, I, uh, when they tell you pray about people before you engage, you know what I'm talking about. I know this person when that person turns you upside down, next time when God says, "Pray," you say yes, yes, Lord." Because I was sure, certain, certain about this person. When they finally lift you in the air and put you down, then you know. Speak, Lord, thy servant. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there's no other way. This is why we're preaching. You can say, you'll still go and do what you want to do. Let me tell you this it is when you have seen, Uh then you will see. All right? Is that. Many people that get to that point now, they become pessimistic. You know how they start, they're all like, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. All men are this, all women. And you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's that is making them do all the kind of thing. I don't understand. What are you talking about? Please. All right? If you get a job, they give you shining salary, everything. Someone says, look, let's pray about what I will pray. Look, I say, my career, my career, my discipline. When you get there and you now realize that the boss is there, they, they, won't, they won't even give you one bonus until they sleep with you. Or then you will know that. Oh boy, let us do what? Pray. <laughs> so, how then do you get direction from the Word of God? This is the secret we'll continue next week. Willingness to learn and then practice this. Psalm 119, verse 108. Very powerful. And I will suggest to you, if you want to know the benefits of God's word, given direction, go to Psalm 119 and read it over this whole week. Just read Psalm 119 over and over and over and over. You will see something in Psalm 119. Look at what it says here. There are scriptures there that you've never seen before. Accept, I beseech thee the free will offerings of my word mouth, O Lord. And teach me thy judgments. For you to get taught from the word, there are free will offerings of your mouth you will give to God. Worship, praise, that's what causes the book to be opened. Are you following what I'm saying? Free will offering to give unto Him, which means that it is the worship, it is the praise. You know, one day I, I followed, I asked Bishop Edipo many years ago, man, this maybe 1995. I went to visit him and said, what? I said, anywhere you preach in Lagos, can I follow you? He said, all right, no problem. He told the secretary, he said, give him my calendar. So once you see, I'm going to preach somewhere, call. you follow me. So I started following him. We got to one church to pray. The man was at the meeting, so he told us, which he told Bishop, go and pray. So Bishop stopped on the way, and I was with him. He just said, so he told the man. He said, I hope you understand that rain that falls from heaven is what left the earth that gathers to form the clouds. If nothing leaves the earth, nothing is coming. The rain that is coming about the ways of God that you come to understand, it is what you send to heaven. Are you following here? It's the free will offerings of your mouth you send forth that gathers together as revelation that comes down. Are you following? It? So it's free will offerings you take to God. You render with your mouth there in worship and praise. That when you pray now, open my eyes. Because those free will offerings have been accepted by God, rain begins to come. That rain means direction insights them. And as you start implementing, he will just tell you, he will show you things. You will open the word. He will just tell you, change this thing. Like, pray this thing this way. Do this. And those acts here." supernatural manifestation but on the outside it looks like you and the person are doing exactly the same thing it looks like you're doing the same thing because a person who is casting the net on the right hand side a person who is and the person other people fishing are doing what same thing is that you know where to put the nets that brings about results all right so anything you have in your hands is destined to increase and multiply if you do with it as instructed by God. Anything in your hands will grow. So take your career to God and say, God, I bring this career, all right, and all that. Now, what does that mean? You are working in a place, you are doing that, and, all right? The thing starts by the decisions. We'll look at next week, the judgments here. Because he tells us, he says, he says, Receive my free will offerings and teach me your judgment. It says, judgment will rest in the wilderness and the wilderness will become a fruitful field. In other words, somebody's in a wilderness experience, if he starts making the right decision, it will change into a fruitful field. So it's not about, "Ah, God, you know what? It's about this person that is treating you this way, talking to you anyhow, that you want to get angry at, respond correctly to this person. God leads you and teaches you. This is what you should do. You do what you're supposed to do. Tomorrow, you find out down the line in your career. Okay? That same person that seemed to be nasty because of the way you responded to that person is that person that opens up a door for you. People will now say, "Ah, but I too, I walked in that place for no rain was falling. Are you, you get what I'm saying? And nobody knows what the Holy Spirit showed you when you opened the Bible. If you don't obey it, we don't know. If you don't obey it, we don't know. Because he just ministers that thing and He's the most authoritative. Father, in the name of Jesus, pray for every single person under the sound of my voice in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Concerning anything they are going through now, any space they are in, Let your word be opened up unto them this week. Let the judgments and the statutes concerning that thing be taught unto them by the Holy Spirit. Let their ears be opened up and they hear that word saying, this is the way to go. Walk ye in it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.